Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, Wait, boys and girls, we are live back on Pipe It Up. This is Tommy <laughs> okay. Coughlin this week on episode 27. Cue the intro. <laughs> What the heck, Tom? What? We, my, we discussed I was, before. I was doing the intro. I was literally just about to speak. I, I just thought of what I was going to say, and then you, you took over. I don't know. Boss man Kyle, was that was that okay? Yeah, this is Kyle here um, in the studio Kyle's today. Kyle's taking a break. We, yeah, we have Drew, Daniel, Tommy, and myself. Kyle's run down. And <laughs> Dan, and your brother. I said Dan. Oh. Come on, Drew, get with it. But basically, <laughs> I'm going to take a, take a step back today. I've been kind of fried with editing and putting on these series. So, uh, Tommy, you have the uh, you have the floor today. Um, I'm just going to be going back to my little producer role. So, welcome to Pipe It Up once again. Happy to be here. Happy to be here with Drew Davis. Drew, uh, what's on the agenda for today? Um, well, we got some fan mail. Um, I got so, some quick points I want to talk about. Um we got some sports as always, mm-hmm. and uh, of course our our lovely ad reads, and the newest video. Exactly what I was gonna say. I couldn't. I wasn't gonna forget. Kyle, I think was thinking I was gonna forget, but I don't. I wouldn't forget. What'd you forget? I didn't forget. I th- I said you. Th- I think you thought I was gonna forget, but oh, I didn't did you watch forget. the home run derby video? Yeah. Did well, you? That's well. That's basically <laughs> why I'm. That's basically why I'm. Why I'm like burnt out this week. Is you look good. Guess how many hours total of, s- of sleep I've had the past two nights. Wait, 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 wait. I told Tommy already. Six. Pretty close. Seven. Three and four? Yeah. That's not good. It's really unhealthy. <laughs> My brain is like, it's Are you going to sleep all super night tonight? Stressed. Uh, no, because I actually have to what? go to a chiropractor appointment tomorrow. What time? Like 10. Chiropractor, I went. I thought they were going to be magical. It's a load of horse manure. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry, really anyone's parents who's a chiropractor. Okay, yeah, that's a tangent. But basically, I've been editing this home run derby video <laughs> the past week, and to finish it off, last night I, I was up till I think seven a.m., and then I woke up at like ten or eleven to get it fully published, and then we had another series we had to put on today. So today was one of the craziest days of my life. The so I'm a little to bit last series. Yeah, I'm a little bit stressed and stuff. So. I appreciate you guys taking the load on this podcast today, but I'll still be here. I got the follower of the week. I'll get to it in a second. And, uh, you know, it's a pleasure having a nice conversation with the boys, as always. Hey, I got to get someone to remind me later in the podcast. Cole Morgan wants me to – he made, he wanted me to say his name. He really wants me to ask a question, so I got to remember to ask it because he's been chirping me. So I got to – you got to remind me to ask it. At some point, I'm reminding you to ask it right now. Oh well, now I got to get it up so you can. Oh, you're follower. not even ready. Well, you can do follower of the week. Oh, uh, folks, we have a big follower of the week segment here today. For the first time ever, the follower of the week is actually going to be two people. Um, I believe they're brothers, and they gave us some handwritten fan mail, and it comes from Matthew and Joe. Uh, Tommy, this one's this one's Matthew, and he's a big Mallard fan. I'll read it off here in this handwritten note that they uh. 
they sent us. I'm not sure Ooh. how they found the address. Uh, might be uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I guess we won't discuss that. Okay, my, hey, my <laughs> name. <laughs> hi, my name is Matthew. I am a big fan of MLW and the Mallards. I've been watching since 2017. Can you come to North Dakota or South Dakota for a tournament? No. My favorite player is Tommy Coughlin. Uh, can I get a shout out on the next pod? Thank you for reading this. I hope you reply. Thanks again, sincerely, Matthew. Tom, how does it make you feel? I mean, it makes me feel pretty good that he uh, took the time out of his day to uh, write that letter, included my name in there, and uh, just good to see not only a Mallard fan, but just an MLW fan. Taking... Matthew? Matthew. All right, can I give a... Hold on, we got one s- more. Another fan mail. Uh, this comes from Joe. He's 11 years old. Joe. Big fan of the channel. Uh, I think, yeah, they're brothers. They're from South Dakota. His yes, team, his, Dude, his team, I like this team name. So he's the commissioner of his Wiffle Ball League, yeah, okay. and his team name is the Octopi. Ooh. I love that. I feel like that's a potential MLW name. Like, that's something what are you, that we could how are you gonna MLW in a past that? life name a team. How are you going to MLW that? What, what, uh, what, what location are you going to do ooh, with, you know? like Aqua Octopi. Well, that doesn't fit the MLW. There's not really like a geographical location though with O. I don't feel Oceanic like. Octopi. Boom, Oceanic Oceanside, either one. There's so many different. I a- once created Oceanside Oilers, but Kyle didn't. Kyle We're just gonna have to have an expansion team to go completely off the walls with a name that doesn't go with any of the other ones. Just completely. Chopper Tribe. No, Anyways. that's that's still like that's yeah, still right. like on the same trend of the the double letter. You think we'd ever go to the the Dakota play? Alliteration. The Dakotas. Hey, never say never. I never just say never. what's there. I mean, Mount Rushmore. I mean, I, I don't know too much about the Dakotas. I saw South tw- Dakota coming 2021. <laughs> that was a good the Mount Rushmore that was monument. Good. Yo, th- I heard there was, I saw a tweet the other day and someone was like, can't believe like, <laughs> sorry. It was like, can't believe like Mother Nature like happened to have rocks that happened to look like presidents. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a good one. Oh, okay. Okay. Here's the Cole Morgan question that. Um, I feel like we've already talked about this, Cole, but we're going to ask anyways. You got it. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Tom? Well, I know this, what you this, would this, like this to do. This is an interesting question because you... I have, I have, yeah, I have two professions because I have a degree in engineering and then I'm also doing this. So I don't really talking, a profession. I was, we're talking third party now? Yeah. Profession number three? <laughs> um, yeah. What true, you... Let me throw this question at you first, I guess, because you're only, what, 19? 18. You're 18 still? Yeah. Okay. I had to think about it. You don't, Do you have an answer for this question or no? Um, I mean, you should have. You already read the question earlier. Yeah, I, I think I have two. Okay. I would want to be someone who just, like, learns stuff all the time, whether it's uh, history, because I'm really big into history. Yes, as or, we heard on the previous podcast. Or space. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, like that'd studying, be aerospace. Like studying, like, stars and planets and... Like why stars like burn out and stuff and I think I think I have two as life. well. I'm thinking on the fly here, but um I think one easy choice for me. I really enjoy doing baseball grounds crew. I think it's really fun. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's it's just a good job. You would so be the grounds crew manager for like Tigers and like <laughs> we're getting the tarps off. Dude, Let's go, guys. Dude, Let's get it going. You should have saw it today at the Meadows. Tommy laid the best foundation on the mound. He <laughs> was patting that thing down, and I'm like, Tom, what the heck did you do? This is pro level stuff. Tom was just like, dude, it looks awful. What are you talking about? I can see Tom being kind of like, um, we have cousins who have a baseball field. They not only had a baseball field, and their backyard was sick. They built like a baseball field, then they built a football field, and then they did like a uh, a total. Um, That's sweet. They did total. Uh, what do they call it? In hockey, when they do a like, rink? A, no, no, no. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> but like, they did like a pond no, no. hockey thing, or like what? Well, they they, like, they turned the football field into a hockey rink. 
Um, I don't know what that's called, but I know like you can do backyard well, rinks. Okay, like you know, like um, in NHL, when yeah, they I, out, yeah, like, they do that, or like, like uh, in the original six games, the Winter Classic. Yeah, the Winter they Winter Classic did. That's cool. That's super cool. But yeah, and they had like goalposts and everything. It was so sick. But so, yeah. I feel like you're gonna be like that. Ground like, crew. Totally I, I gonna... did. I did one summer of grounds crew. Uh, I remember two with... two summers ago. Yeah, me and with Trevor. The Silver Hall, Fox and the Silver Fox. <laughs> um, our boss. He was actually an assistant baseball coach at the high school. He was awesome. So he's got a history in the Brighton baseball program. And then, uh, yeah, I actually had a job. This is a good story. I had a job at Home Depot that I applied for while I was at Michigan State my freshman year, thinking I worked there all summer. And I uh, went in for the first couple. Of so, so I applied. And was hired as a cashier. I applied for a cashier's position. And then after I was already called, offered the position, I even signed the paperwork, they called me back and was <laughs> like, hey, we are really short in the garden department. If necessary, would you mind switching? And I, I said it on the phone. I'm like, I mean, I would still prefer to be a cashier, but if it comes down to me losing my job, then sure, I'll go garden <laughs> department. So that's why I said I was honest. And then this is going to turn into a long story. But then I go in for my first day, and they're like, Yep, we're moving Tommy to the garden department. And I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. So I sit there through the training, and I do, I think it probably took, <clears throat> it probably took three or four, like, six hours. It was only, like, nine to two shifts that I was working during the training okay. process. So like, nine to two, and it was all straight, just Home Depot. You'd sit in the little computer lab they had in the back, and it was just videos. It was just employee <sighs> training modules. No. So I did that for like four or five Sounds days. Terrible. Then I went on the floor, had my first real day in the garden department. I think I had maybe three or four days. Then the first schedule comes out. On my application, it said, this job is a part-time position 20 to 25 <laughs> hours. And I'm like, perfect. I can still do wiffle ball with no issues at all. First schedule comes out. And I am on Every the schedule day. from eight to five thirty, eight consecutive days. No, no, not a day off. I was, it was it was a Wednesday through a Thursday, every single day. So then, that same day the schedule came out, I uh, talked. To I the feel off. like I remember when this was kind of going on. <laughs> this all leads to the grounds crew job. It was a blessing in disguise. But um, so I talked to the hiring manager. I'm like, I don't understand. I like I did this application online. It said twenty to twenty five hours. Like, why why am I on the schedule for now? nine-hour shifts, eight consecutive days. And then she's like, oh, well, it's just the garden department in May at Home Depot. It's really busy then. Once Been there. Once, once, it, uh, once we hit June, July, it'll, it'll slow way down. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's okay. Well, then I start, you know, talking to other employees that are there, and they're like, nah, man, this is, this is how it goes all summer. You're going to work just a week, a week straight and then maybe have a day or two off, then another week straight. And I was like, what the heck? So I go home, and after I already told the lady, like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll get through May. I talked to my parents about it, and they're like, "If you like, obviously I was only 18. It wasn't like an important, like a resume building job yeah. or anything." They're like, "If you just hate it, then just quit." And I was like, "I know, but if I put in a two, if I put in a two week notice, then I haven't even been here two weeks. That's just a waste of another two weeks of my summer. I, don't I need think to get I've a ever job." Put in a two weeks notice. You're supposed to. I put in a two week notice at the at the laundry, the, <laughs> at the dry cleaners, the summer before. So then I literally, I eat dinner, talk to my parents, and I'm like, you know what, man, this is just a waste of my time. So I just call her and leave her a voicemail, and I'm like, this is Tommy. I really appreciated our conversation earlier, but I talked it over with my family, and tomorrow's going to be my last day. I just hung up. I go in the next day, and uh, she calls me into her office. She's like, what happened? And I was like, I was like, oh, I don't know. I thought about it. It just doesn't make a lot of sense for me. And then she was trying to, like, she got pretty upset with me, actually. It's all been there, dude. She got, it, it was very uncomfortable. And she was like, you really should be putting in a two-week notice or at least a one-week notice. One-day notice, I can't do anything with that. You just started, I, so I, I, it I kind of just matter. said, like, 
it, like in my, I was kind of defending myself. I was like, well, in my defense, my application said 20 hours and all this stuff. And she's like, we have no control over that application. And she goes, she goes, and what did you expect when you were applying for the garden department at Home Depot in the summer? And I was uh. like, well, I was hired as a cashier. So, and then it got, <laughs> then it got really awkward and she kicked me out of the and office. Then it, she kicked you out of the office? She just said like, okay, well then, whatever. We went our separate ways after I made that comment because she was really mad at me. So then that happens. The, the very how next long, day. How long is this story this, going on? This story is, is just a Drew Davis started. story. This is awesome. It is actually good. Yeah, we're just getting to the, we're getting to the good so stuff. So weird. The, the next, that was Thursday. <laughs> that was Thursday, May 17th of 2018. The next day is Friday, May 18th. I'm getting my wisdom teeth removed that day, okay? Yeah. So... Also I get I get day. my wisdom teeth out and they're like, yeah, take it easy for three to four days, you know, stay at home, do whatever. Never. So I actually like I ice my face like you're supposed to for 20 minutes on and off for the first whole day. Oh dang! So the next day I wake up, I'm feeling good and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the ride and drive fundraiser at the high school for the baseball team where you go and you drive a Cadillac. Awesome, and dude! 20 bucks. I awesome haven't gotten to do it yet. So yeah, I was 19, so I could I could legally do it. So I go to the high school, just making small talk with Coach Charlie, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I was working at Home Depot, but that didn't work out. But uh, I'm looking for another job now. He's like. Well, hey, Coach Lear's looking for guys to groundskeep. <laughs> next day, I'm out there with Coach Lear. He's training me on the field. The very next day, I remember. It was awesome. I loved Coach Lear until I had like a personal vendetta against him because, so like, as you know, my whole junior year, I was the manager, so I was doing the scorebook for a whole year. And then my senior year, when I finally made the team, I was like, no more. Dan was the manager, so Dan was stuck with scorebook, and I was like, no more scorebook. And then Lear went to Colum- the the country of Columbia for like a month and a half and there was like hey who knows how to do the scorebook here and no one raised their hand i just was like i do and they're like all right sure you got to do the scorebook so i was stuck doing the scorebook for like another month and a half and i was just like when coach lear came back i was so upset with him coach lear was literally the funniest scorekeeper <laughs> dude One what time, was this coach or what was it uh the, yeah, what's the he, he would yeah, this guy's a character. You guys, Master Horses. What was this? He, he, not being tank tops. <laughs> he made some funny comments about that. He he worked at uh the Coachella as like a, as like a security guard basically. Not Coachella, the one in Michigan. Master, Master Horses. Master Horses. Horses. Country, Horses. Country Festival. Anyway, so this guy, he's an older man. Um, I hate to cut you off, but it's time for an ad read. And then we're gonna have to talk about more of this home run derby because I know our fans are dying to hear about it. But Take 5 MLB Podcast is a three-times-a-week pod for anybody that's a fan of the MLB. Every episode, they'll recap every single series, preview the coming series for every single team, track how many hit-by-pitches the trash throws rack up, and go over all baseball news from the week while cracking jokes the whole time. In addition, once a week, we'll go over they'll go over the updated power rankings, uh, do some fan voicemails and questions. So whether you're a diehard baseball fan or a casual, there's no way you won't disagree with everything that they have to say about your team and favorite players. Check out the Take 5 MLB podcast on Spotify Check and Automatic after this one. Check them out or I'll hurt sounds, you. Sounds like a great podcast. But anyway, down. Coach Lear, this guy is just so – I just love the, – the older generation is so funny to me how, like, blunt they are. And I think people – as you get older, you kind of just develop those tendencies. This man is especially is. blunt. He is. And but it's awesome. So junior year, I had a start on the mound at Ann Arbor Huron, and I kind of got – I got rocked a little bit. They hit the ball hard. I think I gave up, like – Three runs and four innings. Tommy and, was and the Kyle Hendricks me. of, of like <laughs> high school baseball. Anyway, would you throw like seventy five? Yeah, that jun- junior year like low seventies, senior year like topping out like <laughs> seventy nine. Not not hard, but just had success somehow. So then I've been pulled from the game. Um, this was game two of the doubleheader, and so this kid already had probably 
five, six, seven at bats on the day, and we had all this stuff. Oh no! So I'm sitting on the bench after my start, and I'm thinking, okay, we should win this game. We're up by a couple (laughs) runs, and Coach Charlie goes, "What's this guy done today?" Referring to the hitter (laughs) in the in the batter's box, so we can get a little bit of a read as to where we should shift our infielders. He goes, "What's this guy done today?" And then, um, yeah, hey, what's this guy done today? Yeah, so Charlie goes, "What's this guy done today?" And Lear flips over a scorebook, (laughs) turns a page, and goes. Well, this guy sucks. <laughs> he literally said it exactly <laughs> like that. He just goes, well, this guy sucks. And then we all burst out laughing in the dugout. And after like a five-second pause, he just goes, 0 for 6 with six strikeouts. <laughs> that was it. It was so funny. And he heard, like he said it loud enough to where the poor kid probably heard it who was digging in for his at-bat. It was so funny. Oh, I'll never forget that. So good. Let's transition from baseball into wiffle ball. <laughs> wiffle ball. Talk about Good transition, our Tom. last video. A banger. The Home Run Derby. Here's Kyle Schultz, editor-in-chief. <laughs> yeah, I Thank just you. wanted to say, again, just how fun the Home Run Derby is year in and year out. Because you, like you have guys from every single team out there at the Meadows. And that's the only day in the entire summer, the entire year, that that happens. And, so, and I'm going to go on record. I said it, like, what, three weeks ago that Chadwick would win. And boom, he got it yeah. done. He was my prediction. Uh, shout out to Jason and Daniel. We'll get Daniel on the pod right now. Um, him and Jason had a huge final round going back and forth. Daniel, um, were you were you uh, you sad you didn't win that title, or was it more of just like commending Chadwick on a great day? Yeah, I pitched for Chadwick. I mean, yeah, I was definitely sad. I haven't won since 2014. I want to win at least once more. But mm-hmm. I saw yeah. a comment that was like. Daniel would have won if he wasn't pitching to 25 people. Did that have any effect on you? Honestly, I think uh, for the first two rounds, I think it actually helped because I was always loose. But then at the near the end, I got a little exhausted. But like for the first two rounds, it would actually helped. I think. Wait, Daniel, I gotta come straight on something. Uh, I feel like I was a part of your demise in the final round. Whoa. No way. I, I wasn't throwing strikes to you. I mean, I li- no. The fans never... won't see it, but I, there was like a point where I threw like five or six balls, and in the home run derby, that's just unacceptable. No, it mean, throws you out of your rhythm. I no, that that was not. I I only I tried to only swing at balls that I was being very selective. I never blame it on the pitcher. Home run derbies. Drew, how would how do how would you assess your derby? I know you finished with a mediocre three. Well, I was gonna say something before I assess my derby. I was gonna say if Dan, if you want to win so bad, I think you just need to go back to the whole Netherlands gig. Yeah, dude, you need to dress. That is a classic video. Classic video. You know how many views first, it has on YouTube, first, dude? Mi- first million dollar uh, hit, right? Million dollar hit. Oh, million views. Shoot. Yeah, dude. I don't million know why, views. but that video like blew up from the start. It's so and funny. Right now Dan's on YouTube, like it has like tall. 1.1 million views or something crazy. Um, My derby. And it's it's like little Daniel with a uh, what what's the shirt say? Like I bleed orange. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Great classic MLW great. video right there. Um, my derby, I hit the, I hit the times. I first, I don't know what's going on. Me and this times two, oh, the death can, the death can. I have, you hit I have again. this special relationship with each other, where we always seem to come back to each other and find each other. Um, and it's not, not a, a particular thing I'm, I'm proud of, but I keep hitting it. Um, I think I had Dan as my pitcher. And, uh, you know, oh, you know, I will say something, you know, I thought the home run derby would be the one day I get, uh, let off the hook for being chirped. Nope. I got the whole pred squad in my ear the whole time. I'm trying to hit, hit bombs in the home run derby. That'll, that'll stick with you for life, man. If you want to talk a big game, you got to be able to take a big game. I just don't get, it wasn't even about a big game. It was just, it was just like, I don't know. I thought we were all having fun. 
I got Brennan Russell in my ear, Jack Agnew, who's not even on the like bread. The just, reason no one's ever given me anything because I'm never, I'm just minding my business out there, man. <clears throat> I'm I stay never, in my lane and they stay in theirs. I would say the one, I don't talk trash to anybody ever in the whole league. Ever. Have you ever heard me talk, talk trash to people? Uh, No, but the thing is, not that you're talking yeah, trash. You're the freaking D-backs the first series when you walk up. I didn't know who Wilson, he was. Like, who's this trash kid? That's like, not I said. Who is this loser? Totally joking. See, Drew, there's the thing, though. And when you're, it's because, the reason they come at you is because you're such a vocal player. Like, when your team sweeps the Diamondbacks, you're just, you're just being loud, obnoxious, screaming around the bases, and then... So then, that results in you taking a lot of heat. And, on top of that, they know that you are easily emotionally affected. So it's just double jeopardy. Which is weird, because I feel like in baseball, Dan's been on my team for a while, I'm not very, uh, I'm pretty calm head. Well, oh, Drew can't like, even finish a sentence without, without knowing he's wrong. Drew, like, like in baseball, it was good because like when we were winning, like you you would always be the person to like you know get us going and like, but like it can go both ways. Like if it's negative, then it's like exactly, too far down. Exactly, it's very but, like, emotional. You can, but it so you, you cannot know. be an emotional. But you you also were the driving success. force in many scenarios. Even the Cobras, like when, like you saw when you guys swept the D backs, like it's it was good for you. Guys. I'm telling you, I have my ups and my downs as an athlete. For sure, baseball, wiffle ball, ping pong, you name it. But it's never, I'm never out there just like freaking out over anything. I'm always very like, I'm in the moment. I take my deep breath. I start my windup and I pitch. Okay, but I saw I saw uh, a tweet the other day talking about pitching, where it was like, you know, Tre- Trevor Bauer, he pitches well when he's fired up. He he's an emotional but then, guy. But then but then you sure. but then you watch like Kyle Hendricks or like. I mean, Sonny Gray's pretty emotional. I mean, but Trevor, you watch guys like Kyle Hendricks, and they're just calm. I understand Trevor Bauer's like a nice guy, and he's very like vocal in the baseball community, but he threw the ball over the center field fence yeah. after he got rocked. I think that was a good analogy. Like, you're as, like t- Trevor Bauer's very talented. You're very talented. But Trevor Bauer can have really high games and then exactly. like really low. And Drew is the same way. Yeah. I try. I'll I mean, tell you, don't get me wrong. I have my bad performances. I have my good performances. But, I yeah, I don't think it's due to mental uh, – Lapses. Like I'll tell you what, Dan's dad was one of my coaches for about four years, and there were definitely time. Like there was a lot of times throughout our four years where he had to restrain me from either fighting the other team or yeah, fighting that's, the umpires. That's not good. But you know what? But you know what? I all ha- always have my teams back. That's good. And when our when our coach we got in a fight with it with the with an umpire, I was the first one over there backing to, him up to, to be talking talking to the umpire's ear right back at him. That's good to hear. Well, Drew, we both didn't do so hot in the home run derby. No, we back both on sucked. That, back on that track. I had two. You hit three. I think we were, what, like, bottom bottom four, bottom three? Yeah. Yeah. But was there any, like, people who surprised you in this derby? Any uh, shockers? Bottom? What do you have, six, I think? A lot. Uh, Norp, his swing is just very violent, mm-hmm. and he hit a lot. Um, but he's not like a baseball player, so it kind of surprised me. Jack surprised me with how low he he got. Yeah, I mean that's the same thing for Kyle. But like Kyle, I always feel like coming in I'm like, okay, he's done it. He's such high expectations; it's hard to live up to him. But he usually does. But this year, he just didn't get into a rhythm. It's all about getting into a rhythm. Yeah, I didn't really. I always like kinda, last year. I got top four somehow, just because I got into a rhythm. I kind of you know I what? Have it at all. I'm gonna say I kind of blame Kyle for my my low success because I hit two. Why do you blame me? I hit two in a row, and Kyle goes, "Oh, he's heating up." And then I hit like seven. Yeah, because I try to get you going. I try to get the blood flowing. 
Hey, real quick. Jay, a- I'm a very superstitious person. Tommy, I have a lightning uh, lightning round from some fan questions, and then I want you to tell a story that I think is really funny. So, first one, underrated food. Underrated food. We talked about this last time. I think people yeah, might think this is nasty. If you have, like, a well-prepared, a lot of salt, kale. Kale is a good food, I think. Brussels like sauteed sprouts. Kale. Sauteed kale is a good food. Caesar salad. Get out of here, Dan. Uh, I'll do one more here. Uh, YouTube YouTube channels that you watch, Tommy. This comes from Wiffle underscore Ball underscore Mania. Ooh, good question. Wiffle underscore Ball underscore Mania. Um, <laughs> with YouTube channels that I watch. I My new thing, first of all, I don't spend like hours on end on YouTube. I go in like different phases. Like a couple years ago, I was really into watching like fishing YouTube videos. Like I like this God. guy named uh, One Rod, One Reel Fishing. Dan and then knows also who that is. AP Bassing. Those are two I liked. And then last year, um, when we get in this day, oh, last year I liked a guy named Destroying. I'm sure people know who he is. He's a kicker, Destroying. He has like, a, oh, he's like two million subs, I think. He was a kicker. He was the kicker who lost the scholarship because of his YouTube channel, and then the YouTube channel blew up because oh, of his like, yeah. popularity from that event. So yeah, I went from fishing. Then last year I watched Destroying's every upload. This year I've been watching this kid named Marco. I think he's cool, Marco Terzo. Are they all fishing? He no, Marco does um like. Art, which sounds stupid, but it's cool. He he started off with like custom Air Force Ones. He customizes shoes with like paint, sharpies, okay, like airbrush stuff like that. So that's my new favorite one uh, to watch, Marco. Um, do you know kind of about the art thing? Um, oh my gosh, who's the guy? Do you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? No. Oh, Terry Crew. Terry Crews. You know who Terry Crews is? I do not. Inform me. Really? <laughs> you don't know. So, okay, so Terry Crews is the new. Well, like he's in like Brooklyn Nine. He's um, oh, he's in the Old Spice commercials. He's like the super oh, muscular guy. Okay, like, I know exactly who that is. Yeah. Yes, he was a maybe. Performer, so I think yeah, so same he, guy. He, I just didn't know the name to the face. I know who that is. He went to Western Michigan to play football, and he was like an NFL football player. But now he's an actor. But um, he got he ended up getting so he went he got a scholarship not for football at Western. Mm-hmm. He got an art scholarship. And then when he got drafted into the pros, how he made a living? Cause he was on the practice squad for like the Forty Niners. Mm-hmm. How he made a living was like he would make custom like paint, yeah. paint portraits there's a, there's niches man of all the of like the 49ers players like that's they would cool. come up to and them and that's how he made a living yeah that's sweet yeah all right but back to commish for another ad read okay, quick ad back read to and then commish. tommy's gonna come at you with a a banger of a story okay if you like the last dance the espn documentary about michael jordan you're going to love the wiffle life an exciting new documentary oh. premiering tomorrow by our friends at little league wiffle ball the Wiffle Life includes coverage from our 30 leagues around over 30 leagues around the country, capturing the essence and excitement of our awesome sport. I'm so don't miss out in. and subscribe to Little League Wiffle Ball on YouTube for all of its exciting elements, including pitching, pitching secrets and thrilling yes, games. That's Little League Wiffle Ball, and follow them on Instagram too at Little League dot Wiffle Ball. Little League, I'll tell you one. Hey, hold on, oh. there's more to the ad read. ESPN and Michael know. Jordan ain't got nothing on our teammates at Little League Wiffle Ball. <laughs> Shout out to them. And that might have just come out. I'm not sure when you're listening to this, but I am definitely going to give that a view because, you know, a wiffle ball documentary, I'm all in on that. Yeah, I'm going to give it a view, Absolutely. but if, if Kenny Stangle is not in it, <laughs> I'm going to give it a dislike or a one star out of five. All right, Kyle, so break down this story that you're dying to hear. It's just, I just want our fans to know it. It's the Toby May story of how we got one of our bus drivers fired when we were know, in middle school. It's so this. funny. This is honestly, should we even talk about this on the podcast? This oh. is like okay. Well, here here's the here's the story. We had we had a particular We'll just cut it out if it's bad. We had a part <laughs> we'll leave it in. I'll tell it in a very 
polite way. No, 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 no. We're uncensored here now. Okay, Drew, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anywho, <laughs> any hoodles, we were in, I believe, fifth grade, me and Kyle both at the time, and we'd taken the bus to school every day, about a 10 to 12 minute ride over to Malpy Middle School, Malpy Intermediate School. Yeah, his bus seat partners? We, oh, right, yeah. Oh, assume. yeah. We were sharing okay. a seat. Two to a seat, baby. Yeah. Um, sometimes cramming three to a seat, man. That's, that's tough days. They make us small kids. I was like maybe 4'10 at the time. They were cramming in third. They were cramming a third kid. Pinkney, they were doing three to a seat every yeah, seat. Yeah, dude. Some, well, sometimes you got the shorter bus. If you didn't have the big bus, with, you had the, the shorter bus with the gray seats that were never as big. Yeah. And the seats were smaller, and you have three to a seat. So at Pinckney, the last seat in the back, it was, all, it was like half the size yeah, of the regular yeah, seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were putting two in there. Yeah, two yeah. or one. Okay, we are straying away from the story, Drew. You're getting me. I already go on tangents on my own. I can't have you in my ear too putting me on more tangents. So, <laughs> grade five, me and Kyle on the bus to Malpy Middle School, and we had a bus driver who we didn't particularly like. She was very rude, and she was very kind of demanding in a lot of ways, man. It was like there was this was a no nonsense bus. If you did anything out of line, you were getting yelled at, and she was looking you right in the eye in the rearview mirror. Like, I it hated was, it bus was so intimidating. Like, what did bus drivers expect? I don't know. You know what we, I mean? No, but there was other bus drivers I had who were fun to play music in the radio. Where they were like super social. They'd be nice, say hi and goodbye every day. This lady was just running a tight ship, man. I kind of miss the bus. Oh God, not this bus. <laughs> so, it didn't take very long. Maybe a month into the school year, we're all like, "Oh man, I do not like this bus driver at all." <laughs> and all we do is com- we all do <laughs> complain. All we would do is complain about her. <laughs> And here's what happened. I'll just tell you the truth. This is what happened. We had to do a, you know, <laughs> a mandated baby. fire drill on the bus. So you had to pull what? over. We had to pull over into a parking lot. Everyone gets off the bus. It's Never a fire drill. This. Yeah, Never we, did we that. We did it like once or twice Never a year a fire in, drill on a bus. in Brighton area schools. So we're getting, <laughs> we're getting off we the died. bus. And our friend, as Kyle mentioned, Toby at the time, he uh, got off the bus and made, he made, he was a bit of a, uh, a bit of a Drew Davis character, <laughs> <laughs> like to uh, po- like to poke people's, like to push people's buttons, you know. And uh, so I don't know. He he jumped off the back of the bus. And I think she was telling people to like go slowly and don't hurt yourself. But he like leapt off the back of the bus off the emergency exit. And she and he and she like made a comment to him, and then he kind of like joked back with her, and then like. I don't. I didn't actually witness this, <laughs> oh, but it, it, no. it, it did. It did happen, but like. It probably wasn't that ill-intended, but she did strike him with a, with, 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 with a leather glove she would wear. She had it and kind of, like, hit him across the face with it, but I don't think it was that, I don't think it was that, like, ill-intended. It wasn't, but we took it and we ran with it. That was our, that was what we needed to get her fired. So, so literally, Toby's like, she slapped me with a glove, man. She slapped me with that glove, but I don't think he, she got, he got smacked across the face. Maybe he did. I don't know. But I think it was more as in like just yeah, just kind of messing around with him. But she, he hit him with a leather glove. There was contact made. So leather hurts. The, that next day at school, he goes to the principal and says, "My bus driver slapped me with a glove." And then we all got called down to the office as witnesses. Kyle, myself, or other names. Literally testified for Toby. We we had to testify in this case. This went to the Supreme Court of Principal Brenner. Okay, <laughs> this went all the way to the top tier, and guess what? Next week we had a different bus driver. <laughs> I don't think the district didn't fire her, but because she had issues with the students, they gave us a different bus driver, and our next bus driver was super nice. And that's proof that the power is in the people. Let me tell you, <laughs> the, power. the power is in the people. Yes, yes, power in the power. numbers. This baby. is America, baby. 
See, Tom, this is what this is what you bring to the podcast. This is why we brought you in today. You, your storytelling is just unmatched, uncanny, really. Um, you know, I felt like I was in the scene with you right back in our sixth grade days. Nothing better than uh, you know the group of students coming together for a greater cause. It really was one of those days when you get home from school and you're like, "Wow, man, today today wasn't that all that bad." You know, like, <laughs> I had to I made get a up, change. I had to get up at six o'clock in the morning, go to school with most people who I don't like and classes I don't care about. But guess what? We we did something. I made a change. We made a change. A made positive a change, change for society. Win win. Honestly, hopefully she got a bus and she got along with those next kids. But win win. Michael <laughs> Scott, win win win. We win because we solved the conflict. She wins. She got a new bus. We win. We have a different bus driver. The third win, Toby, solved the conflict. Win, win, win. Good job, Tom. I'm proud of you and Kyle for testifying. Put the poster on, on a t shirt. Win, to- win, win. Oh, Toby, dope. Put Toby. the poster Toby. on a t shirt. <laughs> Oscar has to win a t shirt. On the t shirt. <laughs> office fans, you get the reference. All right. We're big office fans so, here. We are now halfway through the season, Drew. You know the standings. How are you feeling about where you stand, where other teams stand? Any surprises? I got the biggest think, surprise from the I first half's got to be. Okay, hold on. We're biggest four, surprise in the first half's got to be the Great Lakes Gators. Four and two. Four and. You're, you're four and five. You were swept by the Mallards, unfortunately. Four and five. Okay, I was trying not to make any surprises. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I know that video five. was out because I watched that video. Four and five. Any, what, what was the question again? What are your thoughts on the mid uh, midpoint of the season? Okay. Um, okay. Ma- Magic Diamondbacks, where I expected them. Uh, Gators, not where I expected them. Preds, also not where I expected them. Wildcats, way overachieving than where I thought they would be. Uh, Eagles, kind of hovering where I thought they would be. Mallards are, are kind of weird because they lost and then they won a lot. Hey, you know what I've what I've seen the past couple weeks in this league is that we're getting closer and closer to the NFL in which any team can beat any team on any given day. It's by That's far not true. The Bengals will never beat anybody. I'm just saying it's the <laughs> closest it's, it's the most parody we've ever had. Maybe maybe baseball too. I would say yeah. baseball. Baseball. Yeah, I guess. But I'm just saying like the or NFL, NBA. it seems like every single game there's like a spread of like three. Yeah. I think I think Kyle has to agree that like the draft that we had this season has like has been like way overachieving. Like it is, un- we figured like some rookies would struggle. A lot of people struggle their first year. Like even pitching, especially the rookies have been so good and consistent on the mound. I'm going golfing awesome. with some of them. It definitely next like week. surpassed our expectations in terms of the talent that we got into this league in one year. It was unbelievable. And yeah. the Gators are proof of that. Yeah, I'm going golfing with, with uh, seven wins in the first with- half. With Jorgie. Jorgie, I know I call you Yorgie sometimes. Jorgie. I know it's Jorgie. Jorgie he gets a little bit mad when I call him Yorgie. Yorgie <laughs> but I'm going golfing with him, Chadwick, and uh, I think Trevor. No, okay. Liam. Okay. So is, it, is Liam is Liam Liam's their so friend? How, like, how did the Magic find Liam? Is it, Dude, he's a Trenton Pipeline boy. Was he in the Winter League 2? Was he in the Winter League 2? No, he was Trenton not in the Winter League. But uh yeah, I guess he was going to maybe the plans to work out, but he he whiff, he whiffles with all of them. He's good. I, I heard I think Liam Jackson and Jonah Heath were both invited to play in the winter league, but then plans fell through. I don't know Jonah. Jonah plays with the Diamondbacks. He's had one series with them so far on YouTube. Okay. Um, and he has made. I've a seen return. a little bit more of Liam than like the fans have because of like mm-hmm. more yeah. series has been played, and he's good. And the cool thing is too that they're all like pretty like genuinely nice people. Like it's no, yeah. we don't have any. We don't have any like absolute people that are just terrible to play against or play with. It's all been pretty solid. Jorgie's actually a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tommy. Like what you like you were saying. 
I have to agree that having the draft and having this influx of rookies really changed the, the dynamic of this league way past what I expected it was going to. Like, when I initiated the draft, remember our, like, goal was to make it so that a team would never have, like, two guys showing up to a, a, a game. And this would kind of just ensure that they'd have a full roster, be a little bit more saturated. But we didn't really know the, the extent to which the talent was going to be. Oh, my goodness. It changed the whole league. And moving forward, it's something that, you know, we're going to see teams trade picks, trade guys for picks. Oh, uh, I'm excited for next year, baby. I got two picks. Yeah, Drew's, uh, Drew's very excited. Yeah. But I just think I just for all the rookies, if they're listening to this, like, you guys took this league to a whole nother level. That's Eagles, all I have to say. Eagles also have two picks, so I'm excited about that next year. Yeah, that's wild. Maybe I'll get a third pick. I don't know. <laughs> Drew's going to have all eight picks next My year. favorite watch him, watch part of Magic. when I used to play Madden, I would simulate the entire season and then just Lame. try and get as many first-round picks as I could. That's a shame. So I'd trade, like, like Stafford the, was gone. The super, Calvin, the Calvin Johnson, gone. The simulator has ruined, even though there's no, like, new NCAA games anymore. Hopefully there will be in the near future. But, oh, man, yeah. people will, will quit their game, go back, simulate it. It's just, man, it's not authentic anymore. No, I didn't do that. You I, gotta grind out your wins. Yeah, you do. I gotta well, actually, here's a funny wins. story about that. I'm in a dynasty with some of the league members of MLW, some outsiders as well. There's about four or five of us playing. And, um... When? I was in a hurry. We're playing right now. NCAA 14. It's online dynasty. Dude. So we play like every I couple days. I didn't get the invite. I didn't even want to play, and I kind of got forced into it. But I, I have fun with it sometimes. Yeah. Other times I get so frustrated. But anyway, yesterday I was playing my game because they were waiting for me to advance the week, and I was in a hurry. What team are you? UTEP. We're all in Conference USA. I love UTEP. The, I'm the minors. The road? I'm, I'm not good at NCAA. Disclaimer. I can, I can move the ball on offense, but defense is so hard on Heisman. I can know how to, like, if I'm better than the other team, I know how to, like, cheat and do the same play. No, Daniel. Um, last year I was 1-11. This year I'm 4-5. So, Andy Durand, and I say this with the most unbiased opinion ever. Oh, Brendan. When did he get here? <laughs> Brendan Schultz in the room. Um, Andy Durand is by far the best NCAA had, dude, player, you're saying bar that? none. I heard Chadwick was ranked in Madden, like, nationally, like, competitive Madden. Dude, Andy, yeah, so Jason, chat. We were gonna have him in our dynasty, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I was ranked number ten, and we're like, what? We don't want this guy. We're gonna get demolished." At a, at a point, there was a there was a time when Andy, I hadn't beaten Andy in two and a half Wait, years on. of NCA, and he was playing with teams like UTEP, and I was like Alabama. Along the same lines, uh, something that didn't make the home run derby video when Warda was on the Warda cam, he was talking to Norp, and Norp was talking about his gaming history. And did you oh, know? Did yeah. you know he won five thousand dollars in earnings yes. from playing MLB The Show in a yes. tournament with like what a couple hundred participants? Yeah, it was more than that. And he said he entered and he didn't even like, you know, he didn't even know like how serious he was going to take it or not. And he yeah. just ended up showing out and he got like fourth place out of like multi hundred so dollar pool or a person pool. My brother, some of you may know know him as DJ Sully, the DJ, DJ, the DJ. Actually, he told me today he's going to be live streaming on Monday on oh, Twitch. Oh, yes. He just bought a webcam. He qualified for a $15,000 prize winning Warzone tournament Ooh. on Call of Duty. He's super good at Call. He's That's always cool. been really, really good. Yeah. He was like nationally ranked at Call of Duty at one point. That's awesome. Um, when he was like. To, I can tell you right now that I'm like. You're I would, not a video I'm, games I'm person. A, no, I, I, they're fun. They have their place in my life for sure. I had a great time with Fortnite when it was popular. I played my fair share of Warzone. And I'm like, I'm solid at those games. I'm not like phenomenal. But like, there's guys, 
Sports, video games, obviously we know Norp is good. I'll get more into that in a second from what I heard. Chadwick apparently is amazing. I know Steve McPeak's amazing at NCAA because he kills me every time and he goes undefeated every year in our dynasty. Um, Jack Agner's a solid NCAA player. A lot of talent. Ward up puts in six hours Fortnite. of Fortnite creative every day. A lot of a lot of gamers he, in the yeah. world. But, He's um, kind of not. So yeah, Fortnite. from what I heard about Norp, this like, Kyle got kind of scratched the surface of it. But yeah, he was in some kind of MLB The Show tournament. Free to enter. Just just play online. There was a huge prize pool, and he got fourth, as I heard. Um, and it was I think it took three weekends. That's it was crazy. Six, it was six games per day. Do you have to Saturday do you, and Sunday? Do you get how does teams work? I don't know how. I couldn't tell you anything about it. I all I know it was six games per day. He told me, and yeah, and it was just a huge bracket, one game elimination, and he won. He That's won crazy, like crazy dude. He won like twenty some games in a row and won five thousand dollars. Five thousand. What would I do if I do it? I would. If I just sat at my com- if I just sat at a gaming console all day and then. For weeks on end, and then stood up and was like, "I just won five grand." I, I would like, blow in a week. Okay, I wouldn't, but, but that's just, <laughs> it's just crazy. I'd have Chipotle every day for the next month. MWBL Wiffleball, folks. <laughs> Otherwise known as the Massachusetts Wiffleball League, it's a league that plays all throughout the summer that all leads up to the World Series. You'll see tons of straight dingers every single game, as well as some nasty curves. They have uploaded five series already to their YouTube channel. Their All Star Game came out on Saturday, or uh, coming out depending on when we film this. Okay, that was in parentheses. I wasn't supposed to read that. Moving on. And see the teams all make their push to the World Series. Dang their God. YouTube is MWBL with a ball, and their Instagram is at MWBL underscore media. Our boys are back again. Hey, on go the pod. Bullets. Bullets. Uh, Mambas. Is that a team? Uh, I think the Mambas maybe. were. There's like the astronauts, yeah, the I'm Red Eagles, Mambas. or the Bald Eagles. Yeah, Something like so that. go check them out. Go check them out. Shout out to the MWBL with a ball league. Hey. Quick, I want to get. I want. I have a quick segment, man. Okay. I, just for the Michigan this listeners, will be perfect to uh, just to wrap up the podcast today, possibly. Let's see what you got. Okay, just, good luck. Just for the Michigan, just for the Michigan listeners. Um, I don't know how, how many of you guys listen to ninety-seven one. Oh, I know. But yeah. some some pretty sad news. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like a radio host. Um, by the name of Jamie Samu- Samuelson. I don't. I think that's how you. I say know his, his first name is Jamie. That's uh, yeah, as much as I know. But he uh, he recently passed away, and um, I just he was a big. I he was a big part of Detroit sports. Yeah, absolutely. For a really long time. I've seen the impact just on and, Twitter alone. Everybody yeah. grieving. I mean, I listened to him for a while because me and my dad were big ninety-seven-one fans, and uh, I he was a great he was a great uh, personality on the on the air. So I just want to say, like you know, you respect all he's done, and it's, it's really sad that. You know, to hear that news for someone so young. Absolutely. But well said. Glad you brought that up because that yeah. is a big, big thing going on right now in Michigan. That was everyone was pretty sad about his passing. Did you see the thing going around on Twitter today? The explosion. Yes. That is insane. What? Bro. It like looks fake. It's so bad. So I didn't know it was good. I thought it I've was heard, just the like, smoke at first. People passed away and like thousands injured. Yeah. Well, no, because there was a smaller explosion. That's and what. Then, like, 30 that's what I thought later, it was. Whole, and then I was watching. The I was like, thing. I almost closed out of the window. I and then it was I fake s- at first. And then I, I was. Then I, I was kept scrolling. Well, and I saw the video over and over and over. When again. I saw the second one, I was like, it's like surreal footage. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> not close. Not even joking about that, man. That was insane. Yeah, I need to get more details on it. Have you seen? I was gonna ask you what, what, like, what, what happened? They don't know yet. I don't think. How do they not know? 
because they don't. No, I think it was kind of shady. Like there was, I think yeah. there was explosives. I heard there like could have been a missile involved. Yeah, there was so like like explosives like being stored, and it was somehow detonated on accident. Basically, is what I'm reading. Um, yeah, I don't want to get into too much detail. I don't want to. I don't want to bring any conspiracy. Yeah, I don't. Into not, it, I don't yeah, want to exactly. be like. I heard it was like a chemical explosion. Basically, when I said I heard, I heard there might have been a missile. I read a tweet. That said, yeah, I are, heard it was those a missile. Are always true. I heard Twitter is always 100 percent accurate, right? Twitter is where I that. Snapchat and Twitter is where I get most of my news, especially since I don't have. Well, cable. Twitter is also great though, yeah, because I don't watch TV, so like Twitter is good for you know news. Depending on who you follow, but depending you on who you yeah, follow. take everything with a bit of a you know, be weird. Baseball Twitter is so good right now. Can we talk about how great baseball Twitter is? Baseball Twitter is so good. Hey, I just wanted to add another element to my stressful week. Yeah. Did you know that TikTok was almost banned this week? Yeah, I heard. I sent out a final post thinking that, you know, the <laughs> next day TikTok, the app would just be gone. So I was like, you know, if this Fair is the last one, boys, it was great part, great, be, great being a part what of this community. Post a nice little TikTok of Brendan Zerlag, but uh, it looks like TikTok is here to stay. And yes, if you haven't followed us there, give us a follow. What are we at right now? Like 165k. It's Dude, our biggest platform. To be real, isn't though, it weird to say that? Yeah. To be real, though. The memes about like the TikTok workers working at McDonald's were so funny. It was like going to McDonald's, seeing the TikTokers. It was so funny. Like Charlie D'Amelio and Addison Ray, like they've actually done a good job of you know spreading their um, social media presence outside of TikTok. But have they? Yeah, like I'm thinking like if you put all your marbles into one basket, is that the right phrase? Yeah. For TikTok and it just got banned. Could you imagine just like move the hype house? It's like it's like you own an empire and it just gets nuked. Jeez. Except you escape on a rocket. <laughs> survive. That's, that's a great analogy because there are so many like <laughs> viners. There's so many like popular viners out there who have done like amazing things. And there's also, I'm sure, a fair share of people who are on Vine who also like didn't pan out. There like are others. because I remember there are people on Vine that I, like I see like I saw them like I think like there was one. His name was like Same Jerry Perpdank. Jerry Perpdank or something like that. Is he still big? Well, yeah, I remember a lot, saw, like, of, one a lot of, his... of them have done good. Like usually, usually it's he not was funny on Vine. Dummies who I liked him. Blow up, but some people I'm sure have, were big on Vine that had to find a different career because they weren't able to translate to other platforms. I was really late to Vine, so I didn't have like an iPhone or iPod until like... I honestly like I was into Vine, but some people like lived and breathed Vine. I did like how no Vine one was loved like Vine. Sh- no, it was on Vine every single day. I remember. Did I did I did like how it was really short videos. Oh, like, Dan, six seconds. Do you remember my Vine where I dunked on you and we did dunk cam? <laughs> and I dunked on you with like posting a sticky note above your head. Hey. And then we would mob you and let's just not celebrate it over your face. Let's not forget the first video on MLW. If you go, if you go to videos and go to date old to new, the first video is a basketball mini hoops trick what, what shot is this compilation. Oh, because you said dunking on Daniel. Yeah, so you translated into that transition. Yeah, that's a good video. It's where it all. It all starts somewhere. <laughs> you don't need to have a clear step by step path as to how to get going you just need to know where you have you ever go. have you ever seen the, the dude perfect like the first video yeah mm-hmm. it's so funny it's like yeah i, did, I didn't read the book? book i knew that it's called go big isn't it honestly go big by Corey cotton like i like really, i like the cotton really twins. inspired me to you know take mlw to where it is today and actually go all in because if you think about it they have a similar situation to me where like we were in college while we also had this youtube channel on the side and then one day him and his friends Corey, it was kobe <laughs> Uh, Ty and Garrett and I think what the, was the, the purple hoser is my favorite. Yeah, but basically all of them were at Texas Texas A and M when these videos were popping off. 
and they were all like communications majors, engineering majors, and they had like a, a point right after graduation where it's like, do they want to pursue jobs that are kind of like a little bit more stable or this YouTube channel go all out with that. So that's kind of a similar situation. I read Corey's book and kind of like what went into all of does that. He it talk kind of related about to how me, honestly, me did, and Tommy. Did he talk about in the book how long it like, takes them to like make a video? Dude, it came out in like 2011. The, the book? book? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, which is even cooler. I didn't to know see. that. I thought I didn't know. I thought the book like this is a complete okay. ballpark guess, but yeah, like because they really like if I'm based on what I saw because I didn't really start watching them like week to week until maybe 2017. Are they still going? Yeah, every two weeks, Mondays. This is completely irrelevant. They're amazing and have great success, but for me. It's losing its flair to me, but I know they still have amazing. That's right. Yeah, it, it's lost its, it's lost its flair for me. My opinion doesn't matter at all. They're doing amazing, but um, I I want to say like they really blew up from like five million to like now they're at like close to fifty over the past like two three years. Like they really took off. Like, really, twenty seventeen till now. So when that book was written, I bet you there were like a million subs. Like they, one to five million would be my guess. Under Kyle, let's say two thousand eleven. So that's perspective for you. Yeah. On their Wikipedia page, it said that they passed one hundred thousand subscribers in two thousand eleven. So I imagine that they were under two hundred, three hundred. We're close to two hundred eleven, but we're close those are guys that I admire, and they're honestly super smart with whatever they do, and they definitely do go all bi- go big. Um, you know the title of Corey's book. Yeah. Just just to clarify again, like I said, even though I don't like love the videos every week now, I have I. Su- support them completely and I admire what they've accomplished yeah. for sure. They have like paved the way for like sports YouTube content for sure. For real. I have a great way to end this podcast. Okay. Perfect. And it's to talk well, about to some, it's it's to talk about something I think that we that me and you, um, you know, we we both were very um we put we we gave it our all this uh the past week. Mm-hmm. And it was the whole the big cross net uh, Crossnet. Crossnet series of games we had going on at Dan's Dan's explain, graduation party explain was Crossnet this, for those who have never played it I, slash don't know yeah. what it is. So Dan's graduation party was this past week, and it was an absolute banger. 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 We there were there were yard games galore. Cops First, were called. <laughs> there's, there's an asterisk by that, but cops may or may not have driven by a few times. Fire trucks came by. Um, yeah, Dan was just. Getting way too wild. I had Damn, to set that kid straight, man. Crazy. I didn't know if I was ever going to see that kid again. <laughs> he was just all over the place. Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, it was a good party. Well, okay, before Crossnet, Tommy and Kyle challenged me and Andy to uh, a cornhole game, but we Correct. had to beat Clayton Price's dad and his dad's friend. Mr. We, Ruley for the Mr. Ruley. Oh, you know the Ruleys, yeah. Yeah, the Ruleys, you know the Ruleys. And me and Andy went down really – we went down – fast like it was like 20 to 11 we were just hanging on to our last legs and we were just making plays up after play after play like we needed to get one on the board we were putting one on the board and when they needed to get one on the board they were putting in the hole or something yeah. and they kept going back to 15 and me and, and andy ended up taking it so we'd already started off on a good note but then we moved to this game called crossnet which i had never played oh basically what crossnet is is it's four square but volleyball and Google Google a picture of it. Just it is a visual. Google cross. It is cross Excuse me. Awesome. Such a good game, but so frustrating when you so get out because it's all your fault. It's usually your fault, or there's just a ball. Like there's just no way you could have gotten to it. It's, there, yeah, there's it's no a, way you could have stopped what happened. And it's just it's like, such a good idea for a game too. Like, whoever it's, made it's, that it's is addicting. Awesome. It really is addicting. I've never I've never Re- described a backyard game or sport to be addicting. But every every single time you get out, you're like. 
dang, I gotta get back. I went through a huge. I, I agree completely. It's like very oddly frustrating. Like you kind of hate it, but like, oh my god, get me back out there right now. I went through a huge spike ball phase last year, but I think Crossnet takes. takes. I don't even want to play it anymore just because of how frustrating. We I was played getting. for what like, three hours and didn't even play. Idea, idea. We should go on pipe it up MLW live. Us four playing spike or uh, Crossnet. That'd be I dope. Just, I just want to say that I need live. That me and Waylon have really good chemistry on the spike ball course. Yeah, dude. Me and Tommy were a little rusty, I will say. I, Tommy hasn't played in a while. That, that's all me. I'm not. Dan, you I'm could give me any spike ball player. Dan, you could give me any could partner. Could have potential if I put some time into it. But. You could give me any partner. I'd beat you. You know, I think. Oh, who was my partner? I think it was Mitch Marvin. Me and Mitch Marvin were dirty on the spike ball. On dirty on the spike ball court. My. Uh, if anyone remembers Mitch? When I like when it, the first summer it was out, you guys had it. And my my buddy Mason also had one. We played at his house, and I like. I kind of had the feel for it, but now, like, my net awareness is just so bad, and I miss hit the ball. Or spike ball? Yeah, I can play it, but I'm not, like, you wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, look at me and be like, yeah. I'm just, a, I'm a partner. scummy player. I'm a player, like, and that's how like you, win, you, though, should, you should be spiky, and you just kind of barely tap in. Like, that wins games sometimes. I know. But, um, cross net, we probably played for about three hours. I won a game. Don't think Tommy won a game. No, I didn't come close to winning. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> I was arguably the worst player in cross net. Arguably. Tommy I was made some great not plays, doing well. But I also made some just stupid plays, man. It's because I was wearing a, I wore my finest linen to Dan's house. I had a oh, beautiful, yeah. I had this sweet Hawaiian shirt on, and <laughs> it was just move his really arms. restricting my movements, and I blame that. Yeah. He couldn't move his arms. But Dan did. I'll, I'll respect Dan. Dan got pot belly for everybody, and mm-hmm. he had this money cake. Um, yep. And a fondue station, a chocolate fondue. Yeah, I so. mean, you can never complain about free food. Oh, I mean, and did you let see? Let alone when it's pretty good. Did you see? The scrapbook of senior pictures. Did I see it. I I was oh I sat there for a half God. hour and flipped through. Me and Andy were looking Talk at about those. the glow up. Wow, Dan was looking good. Dan has the funniest pics when he was younger. Dan was looking. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about energetic. that. Oh my God, what I wasn't a prior Dan. I was talking about the senior picture book. Oh, I was talking Holy about like seven year old Dan. That's my moly. favorite Dan. In my mind, Daniel's still like, I still picture him as that twelve year old kid with Putting starry eyes and bushy tailed. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of future ahead of him. Now he's just no future now he's just ahead of chill. him. He just kind of goes about his own dude, way. But you put Daniel oh on God, a canvas. That, give me, give me 2012, Dan. What a Dan! You put Daniel on a canvas, and it's looking look good. It's gonna look good. All right, well, Drew, I think we've talked to you for 53 minutes. Believe it or not. Oh my god! We said we were gonna keep it under 45. You said we were gonna keep it under 45. It's t- it's tough. It doesn't I'm, happen. Trust me, I'm tired. I gotta get up. You remember the six first hours. few? We okay. Never mind. Drew, you never can't mind. do this to me. The fans, <laughs> the fans are, the fans are. Uh, I'm sure they're wanting more, but uh, sometimes you gotta just say the enough fans, is enough. Dude, the fans exactly. always want more. I know they can't get enough of Drew Davis, man. He's just, yeah. just something about that guy's voice, man. They just fall asleep to it at night. The Drew Davis ride, baby. Let's go. All right, we'll, we'll wrap us up. You know, we will catch you back next week for episode 28. We're not sure who's gonna be back. Maybe Tommy will. Maybe. He, Maybe Kyle and I will get intimate again. Um, you guys got intimate on the a podcast couple, a couple times. That's that's interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure I've listened to those episodes. <laughs> Tom, how would you like to be a full time member on the Pipe It Up podcast? I, mean, I I do enjoy it when I'm here. We just got to We got we yeah. got to get some things in. Are we stone. gonna talk about the bio. We got we got a we got a future. We got a, this <laughs> podcast. Is so funny. Drew, 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 Drew's goes, out of character. Did Brian get canceled? He goes. <laughs> some guy goes. <laughs> Ryan Cratch, former host. Ryan Cratch's name got taken out of the bio. Did he get canceled? And Kyle's response was, no, he had baseball that weekend. (laughs) That makes no sense. I think he was referring to the All-Star Day. Oh. Yeah, Drew took it out of context. That's funny, though. so funny. We'll see if Ryan, I'm sure we'll see Ryan on this podcast from time to time for sure. 
He wasn't like fired or anything. No, he yeah. wasn't fired. We, he just podcast. He had a lot of. I think this podcast has a future. We got, a, we got uh, me and Drew to discuss the most efficient way to uh, go about the future of Pipe It Up. Tommy, I like to. I like to have you here. Future. Yeah, I like some of your vocab. I think is funny. That's good. I just got to work on. We're always we're always improving. We're always improving. I need to articulate the words. Articulate the words in a slow and professional manner. Yeah, we treat our guests really well. Okay, Drew. Well, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. We'll uh, catch you back next week for Ep Twenty Eight. Um. Yeah. See you later, guys. It was a pleasure. Pleasure talking to you today. All Star Game coming soon on the YouTube channel. You gotta right. check out the All Star Game. Also, new merch: socks and All Star Day tees on the site. Yeah, yes, the sir. Socks. The socks are really comfortable. Socks nice are socks. Socks are gnarly. All right. Wrap it up. Bye. Good, goodbye.